Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about centipedes. We're going to focus on one centipede, the giant red-headed centipede, uh, today after giving a little bit of basic centipede info. The number of times I say centipede in this episode is going to get outrageous. I apologize now. So first things first, centipedes scare me. I feel about centipedes the way most people feel about like spiders and snakes. They are terrifying. So I thought it would be a great bug plug topic. Part of the reason I started this podcast is because I think a lot of people are afraid or grossed out by bugs. By learning more about them, we can remove some of that fear. So I should learn about centipedes, you know, to feel better when I see them out in the wild. Only time will tell if it works. I don't see a lot of centipedes out in the wild, but when I do, man, they get me. Okay, centipedes in general. Centipedes are arthropods in the same group as millipedes. We've talked about millipedes before. I love them. Arthropods have segments fused together called tagma. These segments in centipedes are super obvious when looking at them. What you usually see first with a centipede is the trunk, where each segment has two legs, one on each side. They also have a head with an antenna and a final segment with some hooked legs. Centipedes usually have between 15 and 175 segments, with 15 being the most common. The name centipede means 100 foot. With just some basic math here, the average centipede only has 30 feet. Some do have 100 and some have more than 100, but on average it's 30. Which, don't get me wrong, that's a lot of feet. Physically, they look very different from millipedes because their body is flattened and their legs are on the sides of their body. Millipedes are round and their legs are under them. That's an important fact because millipedes are totally safe for people to handle, but most centipedes are not, so please don't get them confused. I did do a millipede episode a while ago where I went further into their differences and talked about how safe millipedes are, so feel free to go listen to that when you're done here. Centipedes can be found all over the world living in different environments. Typically, they prefer damp environments, but some have adapted to live in dry deserts. They are predators, eating things like spiders, crickets, worms, and other centipedes. Moving on to our specific topic, the giant red-headed centipede. It's also called the Sonoran centipede or the Texas red-headed centipede. Their name is a pretty obvious identifier. They're about eight inches long, making them much bigger than many other centipedes, and they have a red head. They also have a darker brown body and yellow legs. They usually have about 20 segments, giving them about 40 legs. Again, bigger than average. The giant red-headed centipede is most commonly found in Arkansas, Missouri, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, New Mexico, Arizona, and northern Mexico. So like if you're looking at a map or picturing a map, like that whole kind of southern um, Midwest Plains area. 
These centipedes have been known to eat bugs, small mice, small snakes, and small amphibians. You know, they're bigger than average, so they can take down bigger prey, and they need a little bit more um, calories each day to sustain themselves because they are larger. They are venomous, but not deadly. Remember, venomous means if they bite you, you're in trouble. Poisonous is if you bite them, you're in trouble. So venomous, I mean, they'll get you, but they're not deadly. Their sting has been described as similar pain to a bee sting with the pain lasting for about an hour. They are also poisonous, so, you know, don't eat them. Their coloring is an indicator to potential predators that they don't make a good snack. Uh, Things like birds try to eat centipedes. Clearly, though, I mean, they've got a lot of red and yellow that typically indicates, hey, I'm poisonous. Uh, We talked about that with the monarch butterflies, about um, coloration and then how some insects that aren't actually poisonous have adapted to make those colorations to fool predators. Very cool. Insect coloration is very cool. So the centipedes mate in warmer months, so it can be happening now. Um, Right now, where I live, it's like 100 degrees. It's miserable. The females will lay eggs and then take care of them by curling around them and keeping them safe, which is um, something not a lot of of bugs do. Usually they lay the eggs and move on with their lives, but centipedes do take care of their eggs. Uh, Once the eggs hatch, centipedes don't undergo any type of metamorphosis, but they do molt multiple times as they grow. Think of like a snake. You know, they start out just like small snakes and then they get bigger and they molt as they go. Centipedes do the same thing. Uh, So basically, they look like tiny centipedes when they hatch. They winter underground, living between one and six years. So if you see a centipede multiple years in a row in your yard or garden, I mean, it's probably the same one. Isn't that cool? You can build a little relationship with them, give them a name. It makes me feel a little better that the centipede might get to know me. Or maybe that makes it worse. Moving on. Finally, will it pet? Kind of. So they can be kept in a tank. You just have to give them plenty of hiding places, keep the tank really damp, and feed like live crickets and mealworms and that sort of thing. You won't really be able to handle them, but I'm sure they're fun to watch. I did read people who have them as pets. It's kind of a, a centipede by centipede basis on whether or not they want to be handled. I read somewhere that they're not very social and they don't want you to mess with them. Um, another one said that they get used to the habit. So if you feed them around the same time, they'll start anticipating it. And they'll come out and see you when you feed. Um, Another one said you can slowly build like this relationship where they do let you kind of handle them some. But overall, I read they don't really like to be messed with. So you would put them in a tank and feed them and just sort of watch them. Like I said, I'm sure they're fun to watch. But they are pretty fast and they're nocturnal. So be careful when you're feeding them. They can escape pretty quickly. I mean, you have to have those crickets ready to go, drop them in, close the tank, especially when they start to get to um, 
anticipating when it's feeding time they could hide somewhere so that they could get out. Just if you're keeping one as a pet, be careful. And don't expect them to be much fun to watch during the day because they are nocturnal. They'll be most active at night. Okay, let's recap and close this one out. Centipedes scare me. Not a lot scares me as far as the bug world. Um, Centipedes scare me. They are different from millipedes. They're usually not very big, but the one we talked about today, the giant red-headed centipede, is larger than usual. Centipedes are made up of segments called tagma. Each segment has two legs, one on each side of their flattened body. That's how you know it's a centipede and not a millipede. They are predators, so honestly, if they're living in your flower bed, I mean, they're eating like spiders and crickets and stuff. Probably not the worst thing to have in your flower bed, but if you know you have them, make sure you wear gloves when working in your flower bed because they are venomous. Um, It's not going to kill you, but it won't be pleasant. They're also poisonous, so don't eat them. I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for learning with me today. I'll see you next time here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Thank you.